Hey everybody, welcome to the Ralph Graves Jr. Show. I'm your host, Ralph Graves Jr., and I'm so glad you're here. No matter where you are right now or what circumstances you face, lasting success is within your reach. On this podcast, we'll have real conversations with people who have had to overcome unthinkable obstacles to achieve success. Are you ready to live with unstoppable momentum and focus? Well, today's your day. Let's dive in. Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Unstoppable Podcast with Ralph Graves Jr. And I am Ralph Graves Jr. Today's guest is Shannon Morales. She is the CEO, the president of Trabaja. You guys are going to want to hear this. You want to learn all about who she is and what she's doing. Welcome to the show, Shannon. Thanks for being on. Hi, Ralph. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you taking the time on this um, on this morning to to jump on with us here and just share with us, um, you know, what you do and, and how you do it. Um, you are a major influencer. You're doing some great things. Um, um, I, I've watched you handle this pandemic pandemic in a phenomenal way, like many that I have on the show do. And so I just wanted to introduce you to my audience. Explain to my audience what Trabaja is all about. Yeah, absolutely. So Trevaja is a digital talent marketplace and community for underrepresented tech and startup enthusiasts. Um, So basically, we're a community first product. We're really focused on supporting the under supported and underrepresented professionals that are interested in the tech space. They just don't know how to get there. They don't know how to access training. They don't. They may not know how to access uh, career opportunities, especially those that um, are pretty new to the industry. I mean, I'm a career changer, so I always feel like it's it's difficult if we don't have people, you know, in our circle who are doing similar similar things in the tech space. So what Trabaja is is really that support system, that support network. Um, I think a lot of um, underrepresented communities you know, um, especially people of color, um, we, we don't always have the access and resources necessary to get from point A to point B. And me being um, a single mom, as well as a first gen, as well as the only child, all of these <laughs> things played into why I felt like creating a community first product um, made sense. Um, and, that, and that's what Trabaja is. Well, that, that's awesome. Now, how long, how long has Trabaja been around? So I've been working in the future of workspace since 2017. Wow. Um, After I experienced unconscious bias in the workplace, I started to work on diversity recruiting as a side hustle. But in February of 2020, I felt like I needed to do more. Like I was doing these one-on-one contracts and placing people, one person to one job. Um, But I felt like I could do more, you know, by creating a community. How can I impact more lives faster and create a business model that would scale? And in February of 2020, I transitioned what the business was Mm -hmm. and into what it is today. So I want to say this new business model has been live since um, we launched the new product July of 2020. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, we're going to talk about the product. We're going to talk about that, but I, I want to talk about I want to talk about about you because it's the Unstoppable podcast, and and you know you made some career changes. You, you said it. Yeah, I, I'm a I change careers, and and that's difficult to do, especially you know when you're when you're grooving, you're making the money, 
Mm-hmm. You're doing it, but you know that that you're not. There's so much more to it than this. So much more to me than this. While doing that, talk to us about one of the greatest. What did you do before? Before I even ask my next question, I worked in finance. Um, I was a finance professional. I worked in financial planning and analytics for pharmaceutical companies. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And so you decided, listen, I, I just so much more to me, so much more to this thing that I got to contribute. And you walked out of there. What was the greatest lesson that you learned during that transition? What did you learn about yourself? Did you develop, did you not develop, but did you find a new strength that you didn't yeah. know you had? Tell us about that. Yeah. So I will say, you know, being in the finance industry, I, I learned a lot about business um, and I learned a lot about myself, like you said. And the reason why I transitioned, you know, just a little bit about that background, but the reason why I transitioned from finance into, you know, more entrepreneurship and tech space was because I was in a male-dominated, white male-dominated industry. Sure. Um, I was working really, really hard. It took a lot to even get my foot in the door in that finance industry. And once I was there, I felt like all they wanted to do was see me at this one level all the time, not to advance or not to, you know, be seen as anyone doing anything, you know, dynamic in space. So yeah. with that being said, um, I just felt like there's more to me, like you, like you were alluding to, there's more yeah. I can do better. And I, I just, I had enough. I didn't know, you know, what was going to happen. I didn't know what I was going to do. So I started the business as a side hustle. And then I realized that it didn't matter, you know, what opportunity I went to within a corporate setting in finance. If I went to finance within pharmaceuticals or finance and technology, that this particular function within the corporation is always going to be very similar. Um, and, And for that, I felt like either A, I have to sit here and, and settle, you know, for, for yeah. what this environment is going to give me, yeah. or B, I need to take a risk on myself and find a way to, you know, continue to support my family, yeah. um, make similar money, right? Because I couldn't just, you know, I have three daughters. I couldn't just, you know, take such a huge sure. pay cut. Right. And how was I, and how was I going to do that? Right. Um, so I learned a lot about myself that if my back is against the wall, that I'm a fighter, I'm a hustler <laughs> and that I can make anything happen. And, yeah. you know, I, I kind of took back some of the things, the lessons that I learned while I was, you know, growing up, um, you know, playing D1 basketball and, and just being super competitive. And sure. I always thought about what makes me different from other people. Yeah. And I think it's always me wanting to be better than you know, me making sure that I'm always um, trying to see the best version of myself. Right. And that's not necessarily competing against other people out there, but it's yeah, say, say, say that again for the people of the back, <laughs> because they always we always think we have to compete against somebody else. Say that again. You were competing against who? <laughs> myself. I that's right. Against myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, we have to sit here and, and you know, when you're in a closed room like you you have to look in the mirror at yourself and say, am I doing everything that Shannon can do to make sure that my life and my family's life is going to be successful, is going to see wealth generating, you know, income and businesses that are going to continue to build this family and this legacy that we have. Yeah. Um, and, and that was all I could see for my future is that there has to be a better way to do this. And for me, that was entrepreneurship. Yeah. For somebody else, that could be technology. For somebody else, that that can be, you know, academics. It could be, 
you know, anything. It just means that whatever you choose, you have to go about it as if this is what people are going to know about you for, you know, you know, years to come and generations to come. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you, what did you, cause I, you know, I think people, anybody that steps out and, and steps away from and steps out to do what you're doing or anything that they do, I, I they face a wall that I call the terror barrier. <laughs> you know, yeah. there is a moment when you're all by yourself, there's a moment where, okay, I'm going to do this. And we say that courage is, is not the not the absence of fear. It's it's it might be fear, but you go anyhow. What what did you feel or what what was the conversation you had to tell yourself when you faced that initial terror barrier when that idea first hit that this you called it a side hustle, but God was preparing you for what you're going to do to elevate you and your family for the rest of your life. What did you mm-hmm. do when it hit you when you came to the conclusion that? Um, or what was that final push that I'm walking away from this guaranteed money to yeah. this now, this finance finances that I'm going to have to generate and create? And I, what did you do when you faced that terror barrier? What what was what did, what pushed you over? I should say. Um, <laughs> I had so I had two moments, uh, and one moment was <laughs> when. I was in that finance role and I went a whole year um, because they had promised me tuition reimbursement. So I took a pay cut to work for this new company that was promising tuition reimbursement so I can get my graduate degree. I had this whole list of what my life was going to look like, graduate college, work in finance, get a graduate degree. You know, my life was set up in my head. And so I worked for this company so that they can pay for my graduate degree. So I did everything I could possibly do to make sure that I was going to get a good performance review. Um, At the end of the year, I I created an internal cohort that they still use today and and all these different things that I created within the organization. At the end of the year, the boss told me that I did not um, have, you know, successful year and that also the cohort I created wasn't underneath finance. So it wasn't included, you know, as a, as you know, um, exceeding, you know, something. And I was like, well, I did exceed because I, I went out, I did something above and beyond. I don't understand how that's not included, but what I realized is that he didn't want to see me succeed. So it didn't matter what I did for that company. I was still not, you know, it was still not going to be enough. Sure. Um, and so I quit, I, I quit and I didn't have any backup plan, but I, I just knew I couldn't be there. Right. Um, I went through a couple of months of depression. Um, I, I was, I was extremely depressed. I, I don't even think I left my room very much. I uh, felt like I failed myself. I felt like I failed my family yeah. and it took some time for me to get up, get over that. And then I said, you know, I'm just going to get up and I'm going to work for another company that's going to pay me more. I realized that that wasn't the problem. It, it didn't matter what company I worked for, right? Um, yeah. it, it's the leadership. It's, it's the people. It's how they see you. And um, I had I, I reached a breaking point in 2019 when I decided to transition into an innovation innovation manager role. You know, they pay, okay. they paid me a lot of money. You know, I was making six figures, um, really good money, but they didn't give me any good work, right? They right. gave me some, some really low level, like type of work. Right. You know, and I was just like, but this is not an indicator of like 
what my job is. Like you brought me in to do this job. You paid me all this money, yeah. but you still don't value me. Like you still right, don't see right. me. Sure. You don't. So I, I, I just realized it wasn't enough. Like it's not the money. Um, it's not the title. It's, do you truly value me as a person and what yeah. I bring to this table? And I realized that they didn't. Um, now I don't, I don't, I, I'm sure that not everyone's like that. And, and, you know, we like to be optimistic about who we work for, but at the end of the day, sometimes it just is what it is. Yeah. And I realized that I couldn't settle for that, yeah. that if I, I'd rather take a pay cut and work for myself yeah. and spend 18 hour days hustling for myself sure. and for my family than hustle for somebody else that didn't value me. Sure, sure. So those were my two breaking points. And um, I, I, I haven't looked back since. And 2020 was my first full, full year of self-employment, probably one of the hardest years that anybody could possibly ask to be self-employed. <laughs> Um, yeah. but obviously I didn't take that into account that we were going to, you know, be in a pandemic and a lockdown and, right. and everything else like that. But I, but I will say what I used was the opportunity that yeah. everybody was in the house, yeah. that we got unemployment, that we were getting these stipends and yeah. that I was like, if I had to do, you know, take this risk at any time, <laughs> this is probably the best time that I could possibly take this risk. Yeah. Um, it was an opportunity. I saw it as an opportunity that I only have this, this little bit amount of time that we have this pandemic and everyone's going through these struggles that the government is actually giving us supplemental income yeah. to allow us to stay home. I need to use this time to build the business and to make sure that I have paying clients once this is over. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what you did. And that's what makes you unstoppable. You push through it. You know, you you push through it. You know, I tell people, and um, um, I say, don't don't curse the storm. Don't curse the storm because it's a waste of time cursing the storm. Yeah, um, it's a waste of time. The storms are going to come. They're going to leave. But if you pay attention, the storm brings rain, and with rain, a harvest always follows. And so you didn't curse the storm. You endured the storm, and uh, look at you now. <laughs> Look at you now. And so that's that's why I wanted to have you on the program. You know, you you have come through some things and that, that story is important. Um, you talked about depression. I, I work with the National Alliance for, for for mental illness. And we think that when I say, oh, mental illness, people are like, oh, my God, no, no. Any bit of stress, depression, anxiety, grieving or whatever, you know, and, and sometimes mm -hmm. we go through that. Sometimes we go through that depression. And one of the things I kind of tell people is the easiest way to get out of depression is to get up and do some work. Right. I, I can fight my, my depression or my anxiety by pouring into somebody else or by developing what God has placed inside of me. And I don't even know if you realize you had done that, but you just admitted that, hey, to get out of this thing, I got to get to work. And uh, I definitely mm -hmm. salute, you, salute you for that. Um, what are you learning right now, Shan? What Share with my audience, what are you learning right now? Right at this, this moment, this month, what are you learning about um, you, about what you, about anything? What, what are you learning right now? I learned how to be a better leader um, when I was putting together Diversity Tech Summit and we're building, I'm building a team. I yeah. say we, because it, it always sounds, you know, larger than life when, when you talk about a business that you're building to say we, because you want to make sure that people know that your idea is bigger than yourself. Right. Um, so right. I always say we, um, just to, just to be clear about that, but 
I'm learning how to build a team, a strong team that supports the vision. And I'm learning how to delegate. You know, before it was just me taking on a lot, you know, doing a lot with a little, being resourceful and industrious. And now it's like, how can I share my knowledge with others and, and then make sure that they're able to use that, you know, either to go on and work for other companies or, you know, to stay with me, you know, once we get more funding, you know, what does that look like? Um, we now have a team of four. Hey, that's great. Yep. And I'm looking to add two, two more people onto the team, um, hopefully by the end of April. Okay. So it's you and four other people. Mm -hmm. So you got your starting five. See that like that basketball yeah. record. <laughs> yeah. You got your starting five. My starting five. Yes. <laughs> and you're looking to add to add to the bench. That's great. That that's awesome. Um, you know, um, you, you said a mouthful there. Um, it, it is about team building. Um mm-hmm. and those of us who've played sports, coach sports, I think we have a different view of what building a team is. Now you, you alluded to playing D1. Where'd you play D1 basketball at? Women's basketball. Uh, South Carolina State. Okay. All right. All right. South Carolina State. Right now, during the course of this interview, guys, um, March Madness is occurring on both sides, um, the women's and men's. Can you give me your favorites real quick? Then we'll get back to the interview. Uh, Villanova and okay. Drexel. I don't know. Did Villanova make it? Because I'm in the Philadelphia. I'm near the Philadelphia region. Is, is that the women or men's Villanova? Uh, the men's. The men's. Okay. Um, I believe Villanova uh, did progress forward. And then Drexel, I think for the women's, this is one of their first times um, making it this far. So I'm super excited about that. Um, I did go there for a couple of MBA courses. So I'm super okay. excited to see the women progress too. Well, very good. Very good. Mm-hmm. I think um, I want Villanova. I'm also in the Philadelphia area. I, um, but again, Zaga, that Gonzaga team, they're undefeated. So. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's always been, there's been upsets before. So Yes. yes. Yes, but we'll see. There's upsets before. <laughs> How has failure shaped your life? Think about a failure, whether it's in basketball, whether it's in business, whether it's just in life. How has failure shaped your life? We all yeah. fail on some things and it shapes us. So how, how has failure shaped your life? Yeah, I think the difference between those who take the risks and, and go into entrepreneurship and, and those who, you know, um, is this just being like risk and, and risk adverse, right? Can you accept the fact that sometimes you're going to have those failures, but what it's what you do with those failures that, 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 um, I guess differentiates those from the ones that succeed in entrepreneurship and ambiguous careers. And and those that don't, some people can't accept the fact that they're not always winning. And, And that's just not, um, realistic in life. Like, you know, I think you said it before, there's obstacles, there's struggles, but it's how your, how your meant, you know, how your mentality deals with those failures is, is what, um, allows you to succeed and allows you to push forward. I think all of the failures that I've, that I've had in the past, um, every single one, I, I started to look at them differently. Like how, yes, I didn't do well in finance, but is it because of something else and how can I use that or use what I learned to continue to push forward and Hey, that for those first two hires I made, they didn't work out well. <laughs> so I have to bother them. Right. What yeah. can I do better in the future to make sure I build a stronger team? Yeah. yeah. So it's all about those lessons. And um I, I always tell people to fail, fail fast, but fail forward. Very good. 
So talk to us about this summit. Now, by the time we hear this, the summit would have come and gone because the summit's in, what, 48 hours. But mm-hmm. tell us about the summit. And then I want to ask, is there a way that the summit will be on demand? Can we still go see it? Can this audience still go get it some sort mm-hmm. of way? Tell us about the summit. Yeah, absolutely. So the summit, Diverse Tech Summit is a three-day virtual experience and career fair. It's Diverse really a Diverse Tech Summit, okay. Diverse Tech Summit, yes. Diverse Tech <laughs> Summit, okay, very good. It's a way for us to pull everything that we've been doing um, all year to pull it into one uh, virtual experience. So it's a three-day event with a theme, be the first, be different, be brave. Day one is all about being the first. You know, if you're a career changer, you're new to tech, um, it's about learning about UX, UI. You can join a boot camp, you know, a technology boot camp and, and some other things. Day two is all about influential speakers. Um, diverse leaders and, and just leaders in their industry and verticals. And day three is all about that career fair. It's in virtual reality, um, super, really, really technical platform. That's, that's just really awesome to play around with. It's kind of like the Sims, but um, it's bringing back that face-to-face experience that you kind of miss when you're going to conferences and networking events. Sure, sure. It will be, um, we are going to stream it live on YouTube and we will also have like uh, on-demand videos on um, diversitechsummit.trabaja.co um, on our website. Spell Trabaja for, for us, please. T-R-I-B-A-J-A. We combine the word tribe and Trabaja, which okay. means to work. Yep. Dot C-O, ladies and gentlemen. Dot C-O, yes. Dot C-O. If you have no idea about tech, if you have no, but you listen, you know, you need it. We're, we're, it's not going anywhere. Um, right. This is, this is the place where you need to be. Now, I, I, should someone be intimidated if they have no idea, they don't understand the language, they don't understand, but they know they need it. Like, okay, hey, I, I'm a photographer. I want to get my business out there or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, should, will this, is this summit something for them or will it just be, you know, would, yeah. they, would they be able to understand the language for the novice who's coming yeah, and doesn't know anything? Yes, absolutely. Um, it's for novice uh, techies. It's for recent grads. It's for um, experienced prof- professionals. It's really about that community aspect where you're able to network with people that are at all different stages within that tech career. You can meet a friend and ask questions. Um, you can learn something new. And I'm, I, I feel like I'm still pretty new in the tech space. You know, I'm not a technical tech person, you know, sure. I don't know how to code. And I, and I think that that's something that people should understand is that you don't need to be technical in order to have a career in tech. Wow. Okay. Very good. How can, how can my audience find you? Where can they follow you? Is there a website? Tell us is Instagram, Twitter, where are, where are you? How can they find you, Shannon? Yep. So you can find me at IG at The Social Professional. Um, I'm also on Clubhouse at Shannon Morales and um, LinkedIn. So Shannon Morales, um, CEO and founder of Trabaja. And you guys can send her questions about tech. Um, By the time you hear this, the summit would have taken place. But find out how to get it on demand. Find out how to um, work with Shannon and her team and... um, Allow them to teach you how to elevate, elevate your business, elevate what you're doing. Shannon, thank you for being so unstoppable. Thank you for being on this program. Really appreciate you coming in. You know, thank you. so thank you for being here. Guys, 
Shannon Morales, Instagram, <laughs> LinkedIn, where else? LinkedIn, um, um, Clubhouse. Clubhouse, yeah. Clubhouse. <laughs> and soon, Fireside, but we'll talk about that. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. Guys, thank you for watching the program, listening to the program, whatever platform you're on. Guys, if you have not, I encourage you, ralphgravesjr.com backslash community. Become part of the unstoppable community. $10 a month. I'm posting videos and, and, and questions and journals, and we're having a great time. We're growing together. I don't want you guys to miss out. And then if you want to go further, ralphgracejr.com backslash apply. Apply for the Gulfstream way. 90 days of intense coaching and training that will change the course of your life life so there's two things you can join unstoppable community or the Gulfstream way um it, join them you get access to my calendar and we can sit down and we can have conversation and and just uh let's just be unstoppable together so guys thanks for listening thanks for watching if you're watching on youtube live and i'll see you guys again next week god bless you god bless you god bless you